Girl, let me tell you something. Hey everybody, welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. Tiffany. Today is our another little check-in. Yeah. A good old month of October. I know, yeah, we have a few more weeks until we do Whisper Network, so another too. I had completely forgotten about it. I was looking at my other books, so I was gonna this month, but I was like, <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. I'm again, I'm not gonna probably get it until about another week or so. But I'm scared that when I do, all of a sudden everybody's gonna be wanting to read it. So we'll yeah, see. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Also sad because our library is under construction. Oh no. Like they're doing a ton a ton of um like they got this huge grant to fix a bunch of the libraries up and mm-hmm. nice. Ours was one of them, and it was like closed for a week, which made me mad because I got there to pick up a book that said it had been. It was the the Mary Shelley Club, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna go get it, and then it was like closed for this week, and I was like, well, why did you tell me it was? <laughs> why did you um, tell me it was ready? Um. And then I went there to pick up my kids' very first chapter before reading together. Aww. And yes. And um, they just put up the sign saying that they're going to be closed, like, I want to say for a couple of months. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> I'm not crying. My voice just gave me that. <laughs> <laughs> Or are you crying? Oh man, that was, that was very, very <laughs> Um. <laughs> I can't. I love it. No, but a bunch of the other ones are gonna be open, so. Oh, okay. That's a good one. So they all connected. Yeah, like my allergies are. Yeah, it's all it's all in the it's all the like cities. Okay. The city has like several. Um, yeah, that's how ours is too. Well, that's good then. Yeah, it's going to be uh, close from October, yeah, October 30th to mid-January. So you have, you have <sighs> a few more weeks to grab some stuff. Well, I can always go to the other one, too. Yeah. It's just going to be kind of a, I mean, there's one that's, like, not that far away. I'm just being a diva. <laughs> <laughs> but this one was always nice because we could walk to it. Oh, that is like, nice. Walk to it, pick up your book, return your books. Yeah. And back home. When we went to go get, it's called Elmer and the Dragon, and it's about this little boy. This dragon is helping him fly back to his home, but they get, like, stranded on, I think it's Canary Island. Mm-hmm. It's a cute little short thing, and we went to go pick it up. And I was like, here, buddy, hold your book. And he's like, my book! Oh. And, then, and then I said, do you want to check it out? Do you want to do, you know, like, sometimes when they scan, it goes, doot, doot. And I was like, do you want to doot it? And he's like, I doot it. <laughs> but it's the library where it's quiet, so it doesn't actually make the duting noise. And so he put it up there, and it didn't do. And I was like, "All right, let's go." And he goes, "I doot it. I want it. I doot it, dude." And I was like, "Buddy, it's not duting." And he's like, "I doot it." <laughs> he's like, "I'd like to file like a formal complaint, please." The other side to get out of the library with him screaming about duting it. <laughs> Files a formal complaint that the library didn't do it. <laughs> and then. Uh, and then we get home, and I think it was, like, the next day or the day after. I was like, hey, do you want to read your book? And he was like, my book! He was so excited for oh it. Oh, my God. I love like, that. 
I hand it to him and we sit on the couch and he takes it and he goes, doot, doot. So he still remembers that he didn't do it. You just didn't there's just no dooting noise. <laughs> Look, the dooting noise is on mute. I apologize. Ah, good that's, again. That's funny. That's exciting though that he's excited to read. I feel like usually younger kids are because they don't know. It's more when you get in, older into school and like when you're starting to be like forced to read. I think that's when kids like kind of yeah. start to stray away from like wanting to read my my plan is is to take him every week and be like or you know like every other week and be like you pick out a book you want yeah that you're interested in yeah to kind of figure out like what genres and mm-hmm. you know stuff that interests him instead of being like you're reading Huck Finn and you're gonna deal with it I thought Huck Finn was not bad but yeah just don't let him pick up it too early in his childhood, please. I have no <laughs> leg to stand on for that one. <laughs> I snuck that away from my parents. <laughs> I hid it under my bed so they didn't know I was reading it. <laughs> that's so funny, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's funny. Um, what else is going on? I, um, about halfway through Us Against You, I almost called it Beartown Part 2. Um, that, that too. And I, yesterday, I had to go get an oil change and the tires rotated. And there was a deal at, like, the local dealership to take it in and do it. Mm-hmm. And so I took it in. And that was a whole mess in and of itself because I didn't know where to go. <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, do I park my car and give him the keys? Do I pull through this thing? And then I couldn't yeah. like, get one of the doors open and everyone was staring. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so I had to, like, walk around the building, go in this other door. And the guy was like, yeah, you just go down that hallway. And I was like, Rrr. Uh I hate but while that. I was, go ahead. Uh, but while I was waiting, I'm so glad that I brought my headphones yeah. The guy was like, yeah, the football game's on. And I was like, oh, I brought my book. I'm just going to read. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I made a joke about like, oh, that's all we watch at home. And I get there and there's a kid sitting in front of me. And he's like, I just graduated from Ohio State. And I was like, boo, but also that's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> that you're like as far down. Because normally when people hear say OSU, it's Oklahoma State. So yeah. you hear somebody say OSU referring to Ohio. Yeah. I don't call it that because that's dumb. Um <laughs> Ohio. Sorry, as being from Michigan and just hating Ohio State. <laughs> um, on, Lindsay, on this episode of Lindsay's Rants, <laughs> why she hates her podcast. <laughs> um, and then this other guy, I don't remember where he said he came from or what, but he was, so they're talking football. And then next to me, I look over and there's this middle-aged man wearing a, a Michigan jersey. <laughs> and the Michigan game was what was on. Yeah. And so they, he like butted in. They all started talking football. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Put my headphones, <laughs> put on some classical music. It was just like reading. But this man, so my favorite thing to do for football is to rate the helmets and the uniforms. And this man was like, Michigan's got a cool, like, they got the coolest helmet. You guys have to admit. And I look up and I was like, first of all, you can't say go blue when the blue on your jersey looks purple, both on camera and in person. Do so you can't it's you can't be, you can't say go blue when you're wearing indigo. Like this is <laughs> what is happening. And I was like, also, Michigan's helmets, not that great. 
I mean, they're just a yellow, like, stripe, right? Like, Amazing but... blue. Yeah, I I like the all mask. I like yeah. that. Um, I don't know. It's like saying Notre Dame has cold, cold helmets when it's the ugliest gold color. <laughs> Wake See, Forest like... does the gold helmet right. I feel like I would be the opposite of you there. And I would have, like, easily, like, just jumped into this conversation. Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> but, like... Also, I could care less about Ohio State, Michigan, and all that. I understand the rivalries, but I've been like, can y'all, like, put, like, the Red Raiders on? (laughs) I think there's, like, another football game. (laughs) Because also, like, Texas and Oklahoma were playing each other. Like, Dude, Oklahoma got their ass whooped. (laughs) Do you remember the one, like, when we would go to the Texas State Fair, the one time... Both times, we somehow managed to go to Texas OU weekends. Which and we never managed nightmare. to get out of there in time before the game let out. And then, like, just the sea of people that, like, merges in as soon as the game is over. Yeah. Oh, I just remember the first year that that happened. It was you, me, and Becca. And, like, Becca and I were, like, holding on to each other. And somehow you got carried away from the crowd. And we're like, where's Tiffany? And we just see her hand shoot. <laughs> it's like, we're like, there she is. We're like, fighting against people to come get you. We need to, like, tie balloons to ourselves, and then you'll just see, like, balloons. Like, leashes on each other, like like the kids you see with the leash backpacks. Those memories popped up on my, like, Snapchat the other day. And, like, do you remember the fried spaghetti and meatball and how good it was? Oh, that was so good. Like, I saw the picture of it, and I was like, man, that was a good one. That was, like, our very first one of... It was, no, it was, like, one of our very first things we got. Yeah. Oh, Injectable yeah. barbecue balls. Yeah, that was. Uh, I haven't. We, I mean, I haven't been in so long. We're going. I think we're going on Tuesday. Oh, nice. Which will be nice because there will be like. You know, oh yeah, it's snow in there. The weather will be nice. Yeah, that's a nice time to go because weekends are always going to be busy no matter what. Yeah. That's funny. Um, what I was going to say when you were talking about your oil change and like the awkwardness of like can't open the door, you got to walk down this hallway and stuff like. I just feel like that stuff always happens because you don't do those things very often to your car. Like, those are maintenance things that are... Yeah, periodically. Like, yeah. And like you said, like, some places, like, you can you get out of your car and wait. Some of them, they do... Like, the place that I used to go to in Lubbock, like, you sat in your car while they did the oil change. Yeah. And so, like, the only reason like, I had to get out this time was because of the tire rotation. Otherwise, yeah. I would have gone to the other place where they, it takes, like, five minutes and then they're done. It's so yeah. Nice. Yeah, so I I feel like I'm with you where you're just like, okay, where do I go? Where do where do I need to pull in? Like, because you, you're just like, oh, I don't know. And then like, yeah, like you said, you're you're walking in and you're just like, hey, I'm with you though. I usually bring a book because you just, I feel like the the times I do bring my book, like they're dead in two seconds. And then like, if I don't have a book, it's like four hours later, they're still working on my car. Well, I got a good chunk read. I think I was able to read like thirty to forty pages. Yeah. So I'm. Straight up honest, I'm not I'm not feeling this one as much as I was feeling Beartown. My mom was reading Beartown. I think it got, like, taken back at the library or whatever. But she's like, it's kind of slow. And I'm like, it is slow at the beginning. This is where you're learning about who the characters are on the team, the coaches, all of those things, to, like, build up to this very important scene. Um, I don't think she ever got there before the book had to be returned, but... I think that was a complaint that I read about with from people when it they did their It is a little reviews. slow. Yeah. And I would say the same thing is happening with this one where it's 
not necessarily like recapping, but it's describing the characters again. And I'm like, I already, I already yeah. know about, you know, like Anna and Maya's friendship. I already okay. know Benji is truly this like soft boy on the inside who likes to fight people. Like I already, I already know these mm-hmm. characters. Yeah. So we necessarily don't need it put out there again, especially when this isn't marketed as like, you could read this as a standalone. Oh, or yeah. You could read it, like, it's part of the series. Yeah, it's a series. There's three of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I get that. So that's what I think, like, with my mom, I was like, just get to this part. Like, because I was like, the opening scene is intense of the book. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if you get to, like, what leads up to that, like, you're going to understand, like, I don't know. But I do, I also feel like, my mom was reading another book by him and she stopped reading it because she couldn't get into it. I so. really enjoyed um, Anxious People. That yeah. was funny. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see if she picks it back up right now. I think I'm always surprised by your mom's taste. Yeah. Because I always look at a book and I'm like, she's going to really like this. And then she reads it and she's like, I didn't care for it. <laughs> well, I was also- like... <laughs> Also, I just thought it was funny, like, when you gave us a head full of ghosts, which she did like, but you were like, this is really scary, and my mom was like, oh, I wasn't scared. I was like, okay. See, I, think I, I figured that out, because I've read two other of his books, and for me, like, not, like, jump boo scary, what's scary is that there's always the, especially in Head Full of Ghosts, where it's very much so, like, is it real? Is she actually possessed? Mm. Or is she just a sociopath, like a murderer? Like it's one of those, like what's what's scarier? Yeah, I know. I I think my mom has because I don't know her taste either. I have no idea what books to get her. Like, um, and then like she'll finish a book and she's just like, yeah, it was all right. Like, like this year, I don't think she's had like that moment of like, oh my god, she had her book. red, white, and royal, red, yeah. white, and royal blue. <laughs> she definitely has not. Like she just is like. Yeah, that was good. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, would she, would she like what uh, looks like crazy on an ordinary day? She might. That's like I, the Oprah one that I recommend to the majority of people. Yeah. Um, I, she's reading, um, oh God, what is it called? Cloud. Cloud Atlas? No. Okay. Cloud Cuckoo Land. Um, by Anthony Dewar. He also wrote the the ocean book that I got you. Oh yeah. Um, all the light we cannot see. Mm-hmm. He wrote that. Um, but she's reading that right now. That one is a a chunk of a book. I think it's over six hundred pages. But I was like, what? This doesn't seem like your type of book. <laughs> so we'll see if she. Uh, likes it or whatever it's like did it's three like where the crawdads sing yes she she, yeah she did like so that. i have the, i have high hopes for that magnolia book that i got you guys i'm trying to think if she read that one no it had a really pretty cover yeah i'll have to see because maybe she did like that one i'm trying to did she oh i don't know i can't keep up with her books <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that's what, yeah, she's, and I'm still, I'm still reading The Paris Apartment. I'm hoping to finish it today. I'm hoping to finish Beartown either today or tomorrow. Yeah. Because I want to move on to The Birdie God, and then I think I'll do Frankenstein, Mary Shelley Club, and then 
beast my way through Whisper Network. I, um... Which I don't know why I'm putting it off, because it sounds really good, and I'm excited to read it. Which one? The Whisper Network. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which one? What book? The one, our second... What, Who is what, this? what book club is this? Um... Yeah, Paris Apartment, I think I have, like, 100 pages left. And it is similar to, like, the hunting party where it is isolated. There's only the characters that live in the apartment complex that one of them's the killer or whatever. I'm assuming killer. We don't know that he's dead yet. But, so I'm hoping to finish that today. And then I'm not, I'm still not very far into Remarkably Bright Creatures, the one about the octopus. Mm Mm-hmm. But I do like it so far. I just, I have not had time to just like pick it up or whatever. And again, I'm not doing the end of the year challenge obsessive like we did for the fall one. Um, no, that's why I have a stack of physical copy books that I'm reading. I'm <laughs> so over it. Yeah, I, I have my stack of my like fall TBR sitting on my table, and <clears throat> every time I look at it, I don't get excited. And that worries me. Like, well, I'm already, like, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, I, because I'm like, well, what am I going to read after the Paris apartment? And I look at them and I'm like, what am I going to read? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. there's not one. The one that <clears throat> is popping out to me, and I think it's just because I think it's going to be short and quick, is Notes from My Captivity, which I also think it's going to be good, but I'm like, Maybe I just need to, like, ease into this TBR and start with the smaller one. Because I do think, like, reading, um, like, Into Thin Air and The Five and American Dirt, I feel like those are all going to be very serious type books. And I just, I don't know that I should have put them all onto one. <laughs> yeah, I get yeah. that. So, that's well, you my can read only. Dracula, because that's yeah, not a very serious book. Yeah, I could. It's a metaphor for sex. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? Done. That's all I want. That's all I want. There. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to read Red, White, and Royal Blue again. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> just, just on repeat. <laughs> just on repeat. How many books did you read? Well, technically. <laughs> oh, you best this. believe I'm counting that little kid's chapter book. Like, I'm please the one be- reading it. Please. I'm doing the crazy voices. Please. Rate that on Goodreads. Thank you. Well, this is probably a spoiler spoiler alert for next year. But okay. I think what I'm going to do is instead of doing, like, I want to read this many books, whatever. I'm going to go through my bookshelf and knock Wait. out my giant chunky books. Mm. So what I've got left for, like, A Dance of Dragons, whatever that one. Um, yeah. Like, I've got some, like, chonkier Priory of the Orange Tree, stuff mm. like that, that I haven't read yet, and instead yeah. of trying to just, like, read, 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 read. Like, knock out the big ones? Yeah. No, I mean, that's a good idea, because those books are always going to take longer, and there's so much world building with all of them. <laughs> um, I was going to say something, and now I forgot. Oh, so, like, I think it was last weekend... We had, like, the neighborhood garage sale or whatever, mm-hmm. which I didn't, like, the neighborhood didn't really advertise it, like, so, so, like, yeah, like, it wasn't, I don't know, we sold some things, but you kind of have to, like, 
negotiate always. So, like, even though something's marked for $3, they're like, I'll give you a dollar. Like, whatever. I don't want it in my house anymore. Just throw it away. Just take it. But... Man, this is an entire set of... I know. I know. That's what was like. You don't have $3, but whatever. Um, and one of the... Like, we had a whole box of books. I think we ended up selling only one book. Whatever, people. Like, they were marked hardbacks for a dollar. Like, give me a break. Like, why weren't they sold? But I think we're going to, like, don't end up donating them, like, either to Half Price or the library or whatever. But I really want to go through, like, all of my shelves and just, like, pick out books that I know I don't plan on reading. I don't. Yeah. They're never going to be on my TBR. Like, there's no reason to have them. And just so I can make room for, like, the books that I have been reading because I am starting to learn what my taste is and I'm starting to realize like I don't have to read what everybody else is reading or whatever or just buy a book because of this or that um so I that's what I really want to do is like clean my bookshelves and like because it, it, let's say I do get rid of it I can always buy it or get it at the library again you know yeah I did that last year after we moved in yeah I got rid of a lot because Originally, there was that, I think it was like a BBC list of 100 books you should read before you die. And the more I thought about it, I was like, I'm not going to waste my time reading books I know I'm not going to like. Yeah. And instead, like, you know, variety is the spice of life. Yeah. And there's just, I don't, and there's, there's, what party are you going to go to where you're going to be like, you've read Madame Bovary let's discuss the themes if somebody said that to me at a party I'm gonna be like I'm I'm out that's gonna be this year's Christmas party I'm gonna find somebody that's read it (laughs) um but yeah I know I totally agree and like it's usually all those classics or something like that that you should have read in high school and I'm like but they didn't make them enjoyable in high school either. Like, these could have been the greatest books, but, like, you're forcing me to write papers, analyze chapter one with the word the and what that meant, and I'm like... Yeah. Okay. So, I agree with you. There's just... There's so many books that I'm like... I could easily clean my bookshelves and then just start fresh with, like, books that I enjoy and that I want to buy and stuff. Yeah. So, I think that's what I want to do. Maybe I'll try to do... Like, I'll do, like, a winter cleaning and get that all done. Because, you know, we always get a lot of new books for Christmas, so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's just, like, the shelves are getting worse and worse because now you're we're just, like, stacking in front of other, like, shelves. Like, you're just I'm running out of room. But, yeah. That's kind of what I want to do. I feel like that's a good, I can do, like, that does this book spark joy kind of thing. <laughs> I tried to do that with my clothes and I got rid of a lot and now I'm looking at it again I'm like uh there's still so much stuff I don't there's so much stuff yeah um, it's like I know I have a style it's just like I don't, I don't ever go any like my whole thing is like I want to be comfortable at home yeah but like when I if we're like going out and doing something that's when I would want to look nice just don't go out that often I'm not mad about it no, I'm not going to put on jeans to wear at home. I'm doing it. I wear the same leggings every weekend. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in like plaid pajamas right now. Yeah, with a bear on like, the front. Like you said, our hair is our hair is in messy buns right now. Yes. Like I'm not washing my hair today. I'll do that tomorrow for work, and we'll be done. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm definitely I'm with you on that. I think 
Like, there's no reason for me to put jeans on today to just sit around and do laundry and read a book. Nope. <laughs> I want to be comfortable. Yeah. I did a little bit of, like, was, like, really proud of myself. I did, started, like, my laundry yesterday and, like, did some 30-minute sprints yesterday so that, because I hate Sundays. Like, when it gets close to, like, 5 or 6 in the evening and you're just like, ugh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. You're like, mm. I just want to watch football all day. We, I established a schedule for us where it's like Monday we clean bathrooms and then I do Ollie's laundry. Okay. Tuesdays we do bedrooms and I do my laundry. And Wednesdays, I don't remember Wednesdays, but like something like that. And that way it's, you know, not. Yeah. Loads of laundry on Saturday evening. Agreed. Yeah, I totally get that. That's a that's a great way to do it. Mm-hmm. And then it does, like you said, it puts you on a schedule where it just becomes, like, routine. And then, like, since you're doing it weekly, like, especially, it's like, the less, cleaning. It's less cleaning. Like, I've noticed week. our bathrooms, like, the first time I did it, not that they were, like, horrifically yeah. dirty, but it was just, like, more elbow grease mm-hmm. into it. And then, um, you know, like, last time I went to go clean it, it kind of just swept vacuumed yeah. up a little bit yeah like down the sink and tub was still looking mm-hmm. shiny yeah no that's i mean that's exactly what happens um you just got to get into those routines which is unfortunate because there's some obviously what is it 21 days to create a habit i don't know yeah <laughs> you're like i don't give a shit <laughs> what that is <laughs> Force myself to do it. <laughs> but yeah um I'm trying to think of what else is going on. Oh, I sent you a BuzzFeed list. You did. We don't have and to go I, through actually, all of it. It's funny that you sent me that one because I was like, I have already read this. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to go through all of it because it's a lot. But it was 21 recent horror books you need to read before Halloween. Um, I'm going to say it's this the- right now. Go ahead. I don't think I've read any of these. Let's be real. I'm trying to think if I did. I do know... Um, the remaking, the very first one on mm-hmm. there, that like I I jumped on the library website to see if they have that. Oh really? So this one is the remaking by Clay McLeod Chapman. Um, and it says first of all, it describes it as one of the most original and chilling novels. Um, it follows a supernatural tragedy whose story is retold over different medium, mediums through several generations. But the cost of preserving this lurid local legend is far more grievous than anyone could imagine. Yeah, so I like the idea of, like, the retelling of it over and over Mm -hmm. over again and how it changes. Um, Yeah. Unfortunately, I think it's so new that my library did not have a physical or an ebook, but I'm keeping it in the back of my brain. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, I... I haven't I hadn't gone through the whole list. There's nothing that really sticks out to me. A lot of these I've never even heard of. I know Goblin is by the same author who did Bird Box. Oh, and okay. I really enjoyed that one. And this one kind of sounds fun because it's just like novellas or short stories, but they're all set in the same town. You read Bird Box? Oh yeah, I loved it. Did you see the movie? No. I read it before like when it first kind of came out. Oh. Okay. I haven't watched the movie yet. I, I mean, I've seen the movie, and, I mean, I liked the movie. I like Sandra Bullock, so I feel like, but 
I do. I remember reading that there was some differences, but overall it was like very well done. Isn't there like a sequel to it? Mm -hmm. I haven't read that. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, it says six interconnected novellas. Yeah, I definitely feel like this list is definitely up your alley. Like that Cunning Folk by Adam Neville. That is a creepy cover. I'm actually reading, or I guess listening to, I think it's the same author, um, The Ritual by him, where it's four friends get, or like on this camping trip and they get lost in the woods and then, you know, kind of start disappearing one by one or dead one by one. Hey. See, those kind of, <laughs> I think those horrors are the worst because like, to me, that those things happen. Yes. Like, that's what I feel about with like, notes from my captivity like i know it's still like a young adult book but like that has some creepy i don't know well i remember in college we were walking through a neighborhood we'd gone somewhere and we had to park like further away from it so we were walking back to the car and passing by some like tall fences or sheds Mm -hmm. basements i remember saying like do you ever think you walk by a house and there's like somebody being like who disappeared a while ago and they're being held captive <laughs> in like the basement and everyone was like shut up on me. <laughs> right. like, no. and then like jc dugard like all those people oh, yes. ended up being found and i was like i'm not crazy like this this stuff happens it does but i wasn't like, trying to make a joke i was like legitimate like <laughs> but like as you're saying it as we're walking by those places <laughs> yeah I was like imagine how terrified you'd be if you looked in one of the basement windows and there's just like help <laughs> no one that's on this list that keeps popping up is clown in a cornfield oh I was just reading this I one I have no desire to read it but I also I mean one I'm not a big fan of clowns despite reading it I mean it's still not a fan of clowns after that yeah but- but I just, I'm not a big, like, slasher mm. or person. They don't, they don't do too. anything for me. And um, I remember reading somebody, somebody's review was like, I don't know why people are saying this is young adult. This is not a young adult novel. <laughs> Similar to, like, Poppy War. Where you're oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like, who thought this was young adult? That <sighs> tastes like candy cover is crazy. Ooh, I don't like it. It makes me want cotton candy, though. With a big old skull coming out of it. Oh, no. No. <laughs> but I do enjoy cotton candy. I mean, I enjoy all candy. I mean, the the premise of this one actually sounds really good. This is Tastes Like Candy by Ivy Tholen. And it just says, this, is a, this fun frightener follows a group of teenagers who break into a carnival as part of a steam scavenger hunt, yet find themselves falling prey to bizarre attacks from a masked ma- madman. That actually sounds... Oh, I don't know. Maybe I want to read that one. Uh, I think it's like a different cover. Yeah, that cover is... I do like the purple and the pink with it, but... It's very, like, like 1980s I think that's horror, horror where it's, like, all the hot pink. Yeah, I like that. I do think The Fervor by Alma Ketsu sounds really good. Um, it's about this mother and his daughter trying to survive during an internment camp, internment camp, um, in 1944, one of the Japanese camps. Yeah. And I like a, like a psychology, like, 
psychological. There you go. I was like, you're saying the wrong word. Psychological thriller. Now, there's also a Riley Sager lock every door, but that's not the one you were reading, right? No, but that that's the other one that I have on my Kindle. Um, but I'm I want to read Home Before Dark. But the reason I chose Home Before Dark over Lock Every Door is it just had better ratings on Goodreads. Yeah, this one um, doesn't really give a synopsis on there. Um, have you read the If It Bleeds by Stephen King, which is on here? I have not. Okay. But another one that sounds interesting is um, Dowry of Blood by S.T. Gibson, because it's about Dracula's first bride. So it oh. sounds like it could be a good... Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know if I've mentioned it 8,000 times, but Dracula's my favorite classic. <laughs> Yeah, um, let's see, My Heart is a Chainsaw. Oh, it looks like it's a, the, it's a trilogy. Yeah, and that was the same guy who wrote um, The Only Good Indians. Okay, so I have that on my Kindle. I think you and I, like, when it first, like, it was, like, real cheap on Kindle, and I was like, hey, either I told you or you told me, like, hey, this is real cheap, we need yes, to get it. Yes, yeah and so i didn't even think that that could have been one to put on my like fall spooky tbr that one's um i mean i enjoyed it it's definitely not what i expected it to be Mm -hmm. there is i mean some like i think it's a moose some moose slaughter Mm -hmm. You're sensitive to animal, like all animal stuff. I know, like dogs is always yeah. a big one. There's the website. Yeah, I think that's, it, that's the dog your, guy. Yeah, that's like man's best friend. That's a little. And there, there yeah. is a dog. There is a dog death. Oh, in it, but it's not really done by a human. Yeah, it's more of a I mean, natural. Yeah. Just said though, I cried. Yeah, I mean that was kind of um, that one of the the book that you always forget that we read in Oprah's book club. There's a lot. <laughs> the one where, like, oh, the like, one where she goes back and like talks about her time in the Bruce. yeah, yeah, and like they had to put like remember she, at the beginning she's like had to put a dog down, but mm-hmm. he was he had like back injury and stuff. They were they're more putting him out of his misery, but at the same time I was like, there's got to be a miracle that it's, we can. <laughs> it's always like I remember when we had to put Delta down because she was just like. Her whole leg was just riddled with cancer, and they were like, yeah. it could break at any time. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, you know, and my mom was yeah. like, what if I'm home alone and she breaks it while she's outside? I can't lift her up. Oh, she's yeah. In pain. So we ended up having to put her down, and it was just horrible. All of us cried. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Yeah. That's, I don't know why we do it to ourselves by getting animals, but we do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last book on the list, um, this one's been on my radar for quite a while, The Final Girl Support Group by Grady yes. Hendrix. Yeah, I've heard, like, a lot of really good things about this one. Um, and this one always confused me with The Final Girls, which is what I read. That was my Riley 
singer book mm-hmm. which i wasn't that big of a fan of yeah um, but this one like you said keeps popping up and people really like it yeah this so one just yeah it says it's um survivors who attempt to face their trauma head-on when it becomes apparent that someone is attempting to finish them off for good so but yeah i that one yeah i've seen everywhere it's pretty popular um but that's just some of the books that were on that list from buzzfeed i think there was 21 total but yeah, there's a few on there now that that cotton candy one. The the comments are all pretty. You know, sometimes the you go down to the buzzfeed oh, yeah. comments and they're just a dumpster fire. <laughs> but this one, I find usually on the books, all the ones are pretty nice. Yeah, people give suggestions, but there is. Like, yeah, everyone's saying like good list. For basically, any Brady Hendrix book is a good one. Oh, no. okay, that's the final girl support group. This person makes a point of Universal Harvester, which is not one we talked about. But they said it's not really horror, it's more of a suspenseful book. Uh-huh. And a lot of people seem to, I think it's similar to what we talked about where the marketing's off on it. Yeah. It's not that it's a bad book, but if you go in thinking it's going to be horror and then it turns out to be mystery or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it uh, says that part, Connor, yeah. the oh, Connor in the Cornfield one. Yeah, I was just going to read it's, that one. <laughs> it says one of the best slasher books I've ever read. But like you said, you're not a big into slasher, but that's funny. And then this person said the sequel was just released and it's just as good as the original. Oh. So again, not, my, not my taste. But somebody else. I don't even like watching like slasher. <laughs> Unless they're kind of like a cla- you know, more of a classic one. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I don't like the gore. That to me is, it's like we've talked about. It's too close to real life. And Yeah, I think that's, I mean, I will say like, because I think it probably came out in middle school for me, but like the Scream franchise, like, mm-hmm. I loved the Scream franchise, but I also used to love horror movies. Like, I would, like, we would rent, like, for people that don't know, you know, like a blockbuster and stuff. <laughs> you would go to the store. And you would pick out movies. And we would pick out, like, we'd pick out some Freddy Krueger. We'd do Friday the 13th. And we would just have, like, a marathon all weekend. And I loved it, devoured it. Was I scared? Absolutely. But I loved it. But, like, with Scream, Slasher happened to real life it was high school it was you know the ex-boyfriend but it to me it was still so like i don't know about the other ones just the first one i loved so much but yeah i agree like all the goriness though because i mean it gets there's blood everywhere but yeah i definitely i enjoyed the scream movie when it came out I like the the opening of Drew Barrymore, like, and then they kill her off, and you're just like, no, she started. <laughs> I know she's a huge actress at that time, and you're like, no, nope, she's dead. That was good marketing on there, and that was oh, solid it was, marketing. It was great. That's what I'm saying. Like, and even like to this day, like you still see that mask on Halloween. Mm-hmm. I remember like, we for my friends. Like when we were in seventh or eighth grade, her birthday, because her and her sister were born like either they were like Irish twins, born the same day a year apart, or a couple of days separate like that. Yeah. Um, and so they typically did their birthdays together. Mm-hmm. And we went to laser tag one time and we're running through. And I remember seeing this guy run by in a screen mask. In 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 my head, I was like, oh my god like we're we're all gonna die we're all gonna legitimately die like this is he should not be in here and i was trying to find my friend be like we gotta go we gotta get out and then all of a sudden she walked by and she high five it was a scream themed 
laser tag round. Oh, so they were in there. They weren't on either team. And they uh, were just like, you know, like, it was just like an extra thing. <laughs> we're going to die. We got to go. They have knives. We got to leave. <laughs> They're real knives. When I remember one of the masks, like it came with a button where like blood would drip into the mask. And so you would yeah. see that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. That was so funny. I remember we went to a haunted house one time. And we were just waiting in line to get the tickets. Like, we weren't even in the house yet. And somebody was dressed as Mike Myers from Halloween. Mm-hmm. I see go by Michael Myers. What is he? He's Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, and not the guy from Wayne's World, guy. Sorry. <laughs> that used to confuse me so much. I was like, he, he's in a horror movie? I know, right? Um, but he did, like, the head tilt and, like, the slow walk. And somehow he zoomed in on me and, like, chased me around, like, that area where we're waiting in line for tickets. And I was like, this is already starting off on a bad foot. I'm not doing good. We, yeah, but it was in high school, it was tradition that every year for Halloween around late October, it was like my friends and I, we would go to a haunted house together. Uh-huh. And there was one we went to and they're, you know, they make it very clear up front. They're like, you don't touch the actors. The actors don't touch you. Um you know, occasionally, like, if you get turned around, don't be afraid to ask one of them. They'll point you in the right direction. Like, you know, while they're there to scare you, they're also there to help you. And if you need, like, if you are, like, you know, about to pass out, like, tell one of them. And somebody who's not dressed in costume will come get you and escort you out. Yeah. We're waiting to one, and there's this, like, you walk out, and you think you're finally done, but you've still got the other half to go. And there's a guy there with a chainsaw. Oh, does he have a Jason mask on? Yeah, and so my friends and I were like, oh, running. And he just goes, hey, guys, hey, guys, hey, guys, you got to (laughs) walk. But no, I don't. (laughs) And then after that, you're like, he didn't turn the chains on. We were like, We We got chased at the end by him, and some dude was trying to get to his girlfriend, pushed me down, and then (gasps) everybody trampled on top of me. No. My cousin's on top, and now Jason is trying to help her. And she's like, get away from me. (laughs) Because... The whole thing about not touching, I don't know where we were, but this one, my cousin, they took her and hung her on a nail on a wall, and she was hanging on the wall. Tiffany, no. I swear to God, I lost my shoe in it. Then some guy with a mask tries to hand me my shoe, and I was like, never mind, I don't need it, and I'm taking off. I hear my cousin. She's like, come get me. Come get me. She's hanging on a wall. They hung her on a nail. Hung her shirt. I'm pretty sure you cannot do that. Some of them, some of them you have to, like, if you go in and you sign the waiver, part of it is saying, like, you're okay with them touching you. There was one of the very first Sinisterhood episodes I listened to, free podcast, recommend it. Um, (laughs) I think this is the number one podcast you do recommend the most. I will say that. So they do such a great job of, like, researching and being respectful and funny while not... The opposite of us like making making light of the crime and the victims like if yeah. they do make fun of anybody it's it's like the the per- it, perpetrators the you know the trash is it two hosts mm-hmm. and they're based out of dallas are they both girls is a guy a girl how is it both girls so the one girl's a lawyer so she does a really good job of explaining okay. a lot of like the legal you know legal side of things and then the other one she majored in psychology but i think i'm not quite sure what other than podcasting, like, what she does now. I know she's a mom. Her two oh, kids yeah. are very cute. Oh, cool. um, 
but yeah, they do. They did a very good job. Anyways, they did one on extreme haunted houses where mm-hmm. what it sounds like is a lot of it boils down to these people just this is their like they want to torture people and this is their outlet for it. Yeah. And I'm like, why would you sign up for some of this yeah. stuff? Uh-huh. And there's one that's come under some legal trouble where they're like, well, you signed this waiver saying it was okay. And they were like, but you didn't. Like, you establish a safe word, and I was using my safe word, and you either you prevented me from saying it, or you just didn't listen. Yeah, so you it's didn't. this weird, like, they're trying to figure out how to handle it. Oh, yeah. That's like, cool. Why would you put yourself through that, too? Like, if I have to sign a waiver before I go into something like that, I'm not going in. Yeah. Not from that. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I don't know, the, I don't do haunted houses anymore, I don't know the last time, because we have, in Houston, there's one called, oh lord, now I forgot, like Fear or something, but it's a bunch of different, um, haunted houses, and like, you can pay, like, yeah. to go to, you can do, like, a three package. Of them. Yeah, so like, we did, like, I remember we did, like, I think we did the clown one, we did, like, the psych ward, and then we did the woods, and I actually liked the woods because I was outside so I could see what was going on. But then they yeah. were like, hey, you have to go back inside and, like, continue. And I was like, I'm fine out here. I don't need to do anything. They're like, ma'am, you got to continue, like, the rest of it. And I was like, but I don't want to because <laughs> I knew what was happening next. Uh, I cannot think. Fright? Fright? I don't know what it was called. The last okay, time I went yeah. to one was in 2012 because I went with a bunch of grad school people. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. I kept my eyes closed the entire time. I mean, yeah, this one is called phobia. Okay. So yeah, so you're basically choosing your phobia. Um, I think so it one was of the best ones. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I think obviously like clowns are always a phobia of people. The psych ward one too, because that's just. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And then the woods, but I just, again, I liked being outside, so I was like, I can breathe. <laughs> One of my favorite, I think it was junior or senior year when we went, I can't quite recall. Um, it was my favorite because it was at an apple orchard, and it was similar. There was two things, so you you could, you would get an, like, an outdoor maze with zombies. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. Um, and then the next one was your typical, like, haunted house. And it was yeah. kind of fun because at some points you had to, like, crawl. And oh. I was trying to crawl at one point. And all of a sudden I just heard, hey, watch your step. And there was a guy, like, <laughs> hanging from the ceiling. And I was like, oh, my God. But then after you get out, you got, like, two donuts and apple cider. Like, oh, it, was, see, it was nice. I I do say, I will say I like, I don't know if you've seen, like, the the articles where they'll show, like, pictures of people in the haunted house like they don't know that they're being photographed but like yes. it's like a scene and all of a sudden they're all just like and like True. doing crazy and like the way they're holding on to other people because they saw something it's one of my favorite things to like look at i think i think i read it's like they walk into this room and make it look like a car is coming at you oh <laughs> so it's not like a person jumping out it makes it look like you're gonna get hit by a car so that's how you see some of the people just like running or like just the way they're grabbing on to other people it's so like uh, i love looking at those and then i'm like i'm glad it's not me because there's no telling what my face would look like oh that's funny <sighs> but yeah um anything else going on 
Um, well, okay then. Um, this check-in actually turned longer than what I thought because I was like, oh, I don't really have much today. Um, but our Instagram is reading with celebs. Our Twitter is reading w celebs. Please go give us a like, follow, subscribe, and review all of those fun things. And we will see you next week. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye.